Psalm 5, verse 8. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. So before we dig into verse 8 here, I think it would be helpful to remember where this entire psalm is headed. The message of Psalm 5 is that the saints can shout for joy at the God who saves us, even in the face of great wickedness. And verses 1 to 3, we're calling out to God with our case. Verses 4 to 7 are a reminder that God does not hear the unrighteous ones praying to him. He hears the righteous ones. That he has made righteous by his covenant love. The shouting for joy is going to come in verses 11 to 12. And here we see the great wickedness in verses 8 to 10. David is going to pray for God to keep him on the path of righteousness because the way of wickedness, the wicked ones are evil and they're around him. And he's going to pray for judgment upon them. And here in verse 8, it's the call from David to lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness. David is acknowledging that, that God needs to take him on this path. That he needs the, the parallel statements here. He needs God to remove the obstacles. Lead me, remove the obstacles. It's the same action. He needs God to take him on the path of righteousness and remove the obstacles. The way that you've set before me is God's righteousness. God sets his righteousness as a way for us to walk in. And sinning is to walk off the path that God has set before us, the path of righteousness. So David's prayer is, God, would you lead me on this path of righteousness? And would you remove the obstacles that are in my way? And the obstacles in context here are the wicked ones. The wicked people are the obstacles. And David is actually praying, God, would you remove those who are acting around me in wickedness? I think there's two ways for us to look at it. One is that David is sick and tired of being surrounded by sinful people. C.S. Lewis in his book on the Psalms talks about the idea of connivance. And connivance is a, a corrective to this, I'm annoyed with wicked people. I'm annoyed with being around them. I want God to judge them and get them out of my life. No, no. What we need to recognize, as Lewis talks about in Uh, his chapter, what we need to recognize is that David's prayer here is that God would remove the wicked people because David recognizes his own temptation to fall into their sin. Remove these obstacles from my way because God, I will fall in them. And this, this phrase here for the, or because of my enemies. It would be fair to translate this phrase, lama'an, sororai. Uh, this, this phrase here, we can, we can say it's for the sake of insidious watchers or for the sake of enemies watching me. Because of my enemies or even for the sake of my enemies. So God, would you remove them from my path? Because, uh, because of these enemies that are watching me, 
I have enemies that are watching me and want me to fall into sin with them. And God, I need you to remove them from my path. And so how can we pray from this verse? I think that this idea of because of my enemies or even for the sake of my enemies is that that we need God to remove them from our path so that we can walk in righteousness. But we also need God to remove them from our path so they can see that our path is different from the one that they are walking on. And so we can pray, God, would you remove evil ones from my, from my sphere of influence? That they would not tempt me? Would you keep me from sin? Would you take me from relationships that are causing me to fall into sin? Would you remove those from my life? And God, would you help them to see my life of holiness and be called to it? Not out of self-righteousness, not so that I can get points for being so uh, righteous, Lord, but God, would you help me to, to live and to walk in righteousness for the sake of my enemies so that they would be called to repentance? So, God, would you help me to, to be removed from them if I need to? But also, God, would you help me to draw them to you by my life? And that's Psalm 5, verse 8.